Okay. Hey. That's right. Let the gentle waves wash over you on a on a fiery Monday night. It feels feel nice and warm outside in the sun. Um, it's gonna. I think we're about to get a heat wave over here. I think a heat wave qualifies as th- at least three 90 degree days in a row. And that's what they say is coming our way over here in late July. It is the week of July 24th. Well, 23rd if you just, if you uh, count Sunday as the first day of the week. But here we are, the first day of the broadcast week. It's 6.55 p.m. And um, I don't know, tonight's going to be a little bit of an open open discussion open forum see what comes in whatever and we got a special guest that's right we have a special guest gonna be hanging out with us tonight for a special appearance on a monday it's rob damn man how the hell you been it's been great it's good never better <laughs> it's good i'm happy no complaints you know I, that's a more honest answer there there here, there's something i uh, i gotta say i it, not so much now because i think people get the point but um, for maybe about the first five months of your hiatus and doing all the things you had going on in your personal life, um, uh, it, it constantly, is Rob all right? Like, I, I assure you, Rob is fine. Yeah. People, people thought something was wrong, man. No. Healthy. Sometimes that's the way it is. You just have to follow the path that's uh, put forth. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I always Lo- a loaded question. I think, like, how how are you? Right at this stage of the game, but uh, reasonably well. That's good. I mean, you know, as long as you're staring somebody in the face and they're alive and breathing, visibly, mm. you have to imagine that at the moment you're uh, you're getting by. At least everybody's all right. Yeah. I mean, I'm no worse for wear than anybody else these days. It's just uh, these are crazy times. They are. You know, but uh, I've certainly found. I don't know. It's not. It's nothing more. It's just uh, like I said. You just go along the path, and then sometimes that's where it leads you, and things uh, get more reinforced. I'm definitely more uh, have a have a more comfortability with certain things at this stage of the game. So, um, do you, what in particular? Because I the uh, destruction of Western civilization. Yeah, I guess. I guess that's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. I was thinking, you know, like or that part or. You know, even just the uh, all of the the ramifications and, and all of that. There doesn't seem to re- be really any. Um, I, I I don't see any stopping it. I think that we're just going through a cycle that that needs to happen. And um, yeah, and then it was almost what we. Uh, it was just you know I just got here, but almost alluded to before, like oh you know, uh, do you feel do you feel like you got played? Do you feel wh- whatever you know? Because there was a, a point where I definitely felt that we were taken this we were going to grab control of the ship and we were going to steer it in the direction that it needs to go with the help from uh, up above of course and then uh, the reality was is that there's the, the it's the, the the train has uh, left the station so despite everybody's best intentions as the as the saying goes right mm-hmm. so you know, when Magellan's ship got back to where, Portugal, uh, after... Uh, <laughs> like five people left or th- whatever? There's a couple people left. They were all eating boot leather and, uh, and, and sawdust. And, and there's really, there's almost nothing left of the ship. Right. You know, when, when something like that rolls into port, 
uh, if you're able to get off of it and whatever, you don't rebuild that ship. You scrap it. You know, and, and that's really, I think when Frank and Jim Zell called in, they said at best about a year and a half ago when they were talking about the Tree of Liberty, uh, whether yeah. or not there's anything left of the roots of I water. was here at, for that as well, and I totally understood that, but I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm betting on us. So, oh, it's good it, thing I'm not a gambler. <laughs> but you know what? What, what? There goes. There's a distinction. What us are you betting? Are you betting on humanity in in general? Always. In yes. Yes. But. No. I. I. No. 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 Specifically, uh, more of a micro on America. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, I did feel that that this is where the current was going to lead and go. Right. But you know what? So maybe it's it's more of uh, all of humanity and not just here where you know i mean you have to say we kind of dropped the ball on some things uh yeah you have to be honest yeah well there's and there's other things that i guess we we just had to learn you know i has i i like to drop this one every once in a while the, the old hemingway quote about um if you want to know if you can trust somebody you have to trust them and then right and then if you're if you're shown something that uh that, that's it. it it's irrevocable at that point right there's a lot of things that we gave our enthusiasm and our hope to that it's it's clear now like a john durham or something like that <laughs> was was just uh that, that's it right and i mean you know i think it speaks larger to the to the whole uh to the whole deal the whole political climate no matter what and and as they said you know the once it's the, that tree is rotten to the core, you know, the, you, you, it comes down. You got to grind gotta, the stump. You, it's stump grinding time, you know. And I've done that. It's kind of where I was for a little while. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was out grinding tree stumps and working in, working with the trees. Yeah, I never give anybody any details about what you were doing because you're just doing your thing. And I figure when you come back, if you ever want to talk about it, then you can. But speaking- I wanted to be outside and enjoying the the one thing that you know can enjoy well no not the one thing It'd be ridiculous i don't want to sound all doom and gloom here i don't know why they the started incor- off on the this. incorruptible nature yeah, yeah of yeah. trees i like earth earth's good you know what what happened just two day, two or three days ago up the street from me there was this it had to be i don't know nearly 200 year old tree this thing is enormous and the base, the base all around, I don't know how, how big the circumference was, but this thing had shoots all over the place. It was always enormous from the time I was born. Mm-hmm. So it, it predates me by, I don't know how many lifetimes. And um, and uh, this big crew showed up the other day, and I'm thinking, oh, they're gonna prune this thing. Mm-hmm. They took the entire, now the entire thing down. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it, it, it had to be that the, something was, the tree was diagnosed. Yeah, absolutely. It had to be because right. it was, Dude, there is no, I feel like there's no shade left mm. in this town. I mean, <laughs> d- d- trees go down, they're not replaced. It's just concrete oh, and sun. There's replacement going on in this town. But oh, it's not the trees. It's not the trees, all right. <laughs> and if I really wanted to be bitter, I could get into that more about what I was doing and all of that. And But that was just important lessons about uh, what's really important and letting go. But as per, so let's just get into it. So you're voting for Trump then, right? Uh, if he's not in jail and he's still he's on not the ballot, jail. if he, if he's still why? on, still on the ballot, and they don't, they don't. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Why not? Okay. I, I, if, if I vote at all, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm just. So if you don't vote, I think you should vote. But I, you know what I'm going to do? What? I'm going to write in a candidate. Oh, you are. Yeah, yeah. Who are you going to write in? Jesus Christ. Oh, because. What? 
No, he's the best candidate. He really is. Because if you look at what's going on, like that's that's the the best the best we got right now. Oh yeah. So, and then you know also all the people that like hate us, you know they're they're trying to take God away out out of the equation. So, you know the 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 bridge, that's our guy. He doesn't need a running mate. Running mate, just Jesus himself, and and that's who I'm gonna vote for and write in. That would be great if we can see. I, I mean, what, is there a is there a place where they would actually tally that and it would show up on a registrar? I don't think so. I mean, in 2012, I wrote in Ron Paul. I did that too, actually. Yeah, good yeah. for you. I yeah. did that too. Um, uh, because I, I for a second there, I was going to go. Oh wait, no, no, that was for the the presidential. I voted for him in the primary. Did I go Gary Johnson in 2012? Oh, stop it. I don't know. Well, we all make mistakes. Yeah. Well, yeah, we make a lot of them. But I, yeah, I, no. In in 2012, I mean, I again, it's a little bit older, so I, you know, I knew 2008. I was like, ah, nope, that's not going to happen. I'm with almost this guy. completely and then when he, in the shell. At the, I'm almost completely in the shell. I, I really just don't know. Yeah. Um, it it, just, it doesn't Voting him doesn't seem that it matters. But anyway, Jesus Christ 2024. I think that uh, you know he's the best guy. Hey, that's the uh, that that's the the approach I've been taking. Right. I mean, in all in all in all respects, you heard my uh, about my my uh, my friend Father Tom who just died. I did yeah, absolutely, dude. I'm that's incredible. He's a young that, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm going. I guess on Wednesday night I'm going to go to his wake. It's at the church. At Corpus he, Christi? No, no, no. It's 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 going to be at uh, OLM, and he's going to be he's going to be uh, laid out in the church. I guess they do that for priests. I guess I don't know. He's not going to be at any funeral homes around here. Hmm. So, um, but but the uh, the mass starts at seven p.m., which I can't obviously can't do. So I'm going to go earlier for the the, the, the viewing. It just doesn't. Things are, dude. Everything that we're talking about right now, there is a. We always talk about glitches in the matrix. There's a hiccup, deja vu. You know, where can we pick up some kind of a. a uh, some kind of a malfunction or some some flap in the veil that we can peek behind and actually see oh oh yes 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 I, it is just getting over the top at this point where you know when i look at the for example you were just talking about jesus christ being the best candidate for 2024 um any year really yeah absolutely but, but now really Really, <laughs> for that Ted Ted Lou and everybody else in the Democrat Party who act, who put who put their their uh, opinion in on that abortion uh, case in the Midwest or somewhere out there. There's this there's this girl that went out. Uh, she got herself an abortion. It was like 29 weeks. It's a late term abortion, and then she and her mother went and disposed of the body, dismembered her own child. Dispo- wait, 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 what? If she went and had this done, I, I why? That doesn't make sense. Why did she have this done? And somebody- a, it could have been a pill, something, I forget. It, it, the, they tried to make it about her ability to have an abortion, that they're sending this girl to jail because she had an abortion in a state that has now uh, you know, tightened up the well, laws. Then she had like some type of back alley thing? Something. Why happened. would they, I don't understand? There was a there was a late term abortion happened. It might have been a pill because she had she was handling the body with her mother. They they burned. She and her mother burned, dismembered, and buried her child. Then dug then dug it up and tried doing again for some reason. I don't know if they Ooh, thought it, her in, it, it, and all of this glossed over 
so you want to talk about glossed over and tried to ignore all of that to just talk about how abortion is so necessary and this is going to happen to more and more women ignoring the fact that this girl has butchered and tried to illegally uh handle mishandle a dead body her own child with her mother you want to talk about the absence of soul and conscience and how it's mainstream i mean there, there's no it's it, it's all it's all the same at this point um and i it's all on the same level. I feel like it's the it's the the summer after a winter where all the dead bodies from the bottom of the East River comes to the top, and it's uh, there's there's nothing separating it all. I I honestly just don't understand how that's a that's a thing, um, you know. If she went somewhere and and then yeah, I'll get it. It had to be. You don't have to. I'm just saying that's just I, that's what happened. I, yeah, I, the, the details are actually. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. Devils in the details. But that's all that's available to us, and that's why I. It's been less and less. I I dip into it. What am I gonna do? Every night, just go through the, you know, do a tally of how many people are getting shot in the street, or that's, that's my point. Yeah. So that's why, you know, it's it's, it, hmm. trees. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Or what about this? Did you hear about there's uh there's drugs that have been dumped off of Florida, and the cocaine sharks are eating them. I saw that it's Shark Week and that there was a commercial for Shark Week because, again, I like I like all nature and stuff. And uh, I saw a thing, uh, cocaine sharks, and I was just like, all right, I don't know what that is. I don't know what it's going to be. So it'll be the next one. Uh, it'll be the next the next uh, Sharknado on, on Netflix. Say, so they're like they're dumping coke like, you know, those uh, those bricks of uh how it could ever cocaine be enough? How it could ever be enough to make it so that the sharks are on cocaine? To it, it, it makes no sense to me. And what could be a plot line for the next cheesy marine-themed disaster movie? Scientists think crazed and hungry sharks could be feasting on bales of hallucinatory drugs dumped off the Florida coast. Yet another. Well, I you said cocaine. Well, they say that they say cocaine sharks. They're bales cold. of hallucinatory. Yeah, I don't know. This they write the way they write. Yeah, okay. Um, they're, they're doing bales of acid now. I don't think that that's how it. I remember it was sheets of acid, but that was a long time ago. Like a bale of hay. <laughs> While cocaine. Bales of uh, cocaine. You know that song, Reverend Horton Heat. Yes, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's been a long time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's see here. We've studied with pharmaceuticals, cocaine, methamphetamines, ketamine, all of these, where fish are being affected by drugs. Well, we, we've talked about that with the the antidepressants with fish. <laughs> um, but, you know, as far as this goes, again, more reasons to stay out of the water. It's one thing to get bit by a tiger shark. It's another thing to get bit by a tiger shark on cocaine. They don't want you in the water anymore, Rob. You know they that? Don't, yeah, I do. I do know that. I do know that. I saw that. I know that you guys were talking about that with uh, graceful, really graceful. And uh, I've had the same things come up on the feed and everything. What do you think that's about? I don't know because I never go more than if I do go to a beach. I I don't go enough. I was thinking about that, and I wonder if it's maybe I just think too much. But you notice how they're what they do want though is Martians, aliens. That is being pushed forth, right? That's the other thing. I can't believe we're getting we're getting government officials <laughs> like mention that. They're interrupting our training exercises because there's UFOs and nobody it doesn't even register and I don't even care. Me, like I, I don't before if you said this to me like during the 
the X-Files era of stuff, I would have been like, well, of course, I'm going to be glued to the TV set. Like, I'm going to be like, you know, what's the update today? Yeah, yeah, of course. I don't even care. But so when I was thinking about that, why do they not want us in the ocean, but they want us looking up at, uh, at space? And I was wondering if there's any type of metaphorical, psychological programming to this as opposed to, you know, look outside and up and away as opposed to into the depths. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. I mean, the, 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 but the whole thing, access to the ocean, it's one thing to say, don't go to the other side of town. Uh, what the hell am I going to What? What is any no, regular person going to be able to do to explore the, the, the ocean? I mean, I guess to even be near the, to, to, to contemplate the horizon, to see if there's anything coming from the bottom. Uh, did you hear that one guy that wrote into me about, his ocean experience with the 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 blue torpedoes no or the purple torpedoes no he was out it was off the the west coast and um he was going out fishing just a couple of miles off with his buddy in a small little boat it was like around midnight and he said he was trailed by 60 to 100 miles an hour he said i know speed pretty well these things were moving effortlessly and intelligently they would look like illuminant illuminated purple neon Torpedoes that were actually following them, shooting off, and had another half a dozen that trailed behind them. Just things going on, hmm. and you know, it's just the, the the ocean. You talk about the mysteriousness of space versus the ocean. The ocean always wins, for me. Yeah, and, I mean, I so I wouldn't be surprised if I. I mean, I was when I said that. I'm thinking more metaphorically speaking, is looking to the depths, like looking within, versus looking without. Because we know that there, there's always these little symbolic things that that play out. You know, they they hit us with the in the media where you know it's like oh okay this symbol for something, but really there's there's a, a, a greater amount of energy and intent behind it. Not, so, th that would be that so would I was be thinking the, uh, like why? Because I've been feeling a draw to the ocean. I, I just love the ocean, all the salt air and everything. But I've been feeling a draw to the to the ocean these days. Maybe I'm just a contrarian when they keep saying, don't go there. Now I want to go there. But I always, want, I always want to be in the ocean. That's why I'm wearing this hat. Well, I never, talk. I haven't been on Not because I was part of any type of programming or anything like that. Were you a tag? What? Were you a, a nah, tag? I was, I was an idiot. I was never smart enough for any of that. We had a thing called um, academically talented students. And I was not academically talented. I did... I, I did have I was in like an advanced reading group in like fourth grade because of I guess in third grade you take the tests the standardized tests uh -huh. so they put me in in there like <laughs> it's interesting is so that like you know it was pretty like progressive type of school and they would have you I mean it was in fourth grade and they're giving us like all these reading assignments to do independently and then like they checked at the end right so I, I didn't do any of it. <laughs> I was just like, all right. I'm just like, because all my friends weren't in the advanced one or whatever. And so like you would go back and the teacher would call you back into the back of the room. You do your reading stuff. And then it's like, okay, now you guys have to go. And it was color coded. And interestingly enough, is it was called SRA was the name. And I don't remember what the acronym was for. <laughs> Sounds familiar. But I know what, when we talk about it, you know what I right. mean? I know what that means. Um, and you had to do like a certain thing. And I remember the teacher, she was like so disappointed. She's like, you didn't, 
you didn't do these and i was like no <laughs> i didn't i didn't do them i was like that too in a way i um i would teachers were always disappointed in um in my lack of effort especially in beginning um once I got to high school, that was like the first two years of high school, first two years of college, it was just a disaster. And in college, I think I had, in, at the end of my freshman, I don't know, my maybe after my, my freshman year, I had a 1.4 GPA. It in, was... It, in college? Yeah. I mean, it would do... No, it was like, I, I did really well. I was on like the... Even in high, my first two years of high school and college, I, I was... I was good. I was good. And then I guess I was just like done with it. It's it's the opposite for me. My first two years of both, it was all detentions and socializing and getting to know people. And then both. And then I finished on honors and then deans. Yeah. And it was, I'm just happy I survived that, that, um, well, college, I mean, I had to work. I, I had like, and then I was, I mean, I was working and living on my own as an adult and then finishing college so you know by the end it was i mean i just take like all right i'm gonna finish up one class at a time because i i wasn't i wasn't about that at all i mean i started as a psych major and that lasted for like two years and i was like uh, i see where this goes no and then you know i went to regular business and <laughs> and stuff so I, I was just paying out of pocket for i don't know what well, thankfully you didn't stick with psycho- psychology because you would be a, uh, a Democrat booster club member by, then, by that now. That never would have happened. I mean, <laughs> at, at 19 years old, I was like, these people are fucking weird. I didn't have a single normal psych professor. I didn't understand. I, was, I thought they would be like the, the sharpest. Mo- they were all weirdos. Like, There's something not right here. And plus, when I, when I thought about it, it was like, you know, what, what are you going to do professionally with that? I don't, I don't like listening to people complain. <laughs> so, does it, wrong field, right? Right. Uh, I mean, even with personal training, at, at at a time you have to, you have to, you have to gut through it and. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, well, but that's what I, I always say. That it's like, well, you know, I'm a like a psychologist, but I, I get better results and I don't make as much money. But that's what like personal training was. Coaching baseball was like that too for yeah. me. I loved it. Um, the complaining stopped very early on in the spring because it just didn't didn't go anywhere. Um, not, not anywhere good unless you're just running the, the entire time and not playing baseball. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, there's there's plenty there's plenty here, plenty here to work with tonight. And I can't wait to take the calls from people out in the audience. And and um, do you remember people that were in the whatever would you call it tag? I, I remember them being taken out. I remember them too, but it wasn't me. I, I oh. there there was always there was always days that we had audio and visual tests, yeah. but I didn't know if that's just something that's ba- it, it was nothing. It was nothing cognitive. I had to go to the see the school psychologist on my own, like there. But it wasn't like a class that and and I and they used to give me like all all those tests. The, the ink blots, the the whatever. They used to, how do you feel? Spa- but there was like spatial stuff too, tests. Hmm. It was weird because, and I used to have to go when they would do music. I mean, I had no aptitude for that anyway, but it was like you had the girls and like some of the guys, they did like, they would do chorus and sing. But then uh, other people did band and they played an instrument and I would have to go 
deal with that. And then like I, I would not go. And then like the, the psychologist would like come into the classroom. Like Rob has to come over here. School, you know, we get, we get, I get nostalgic for some periods of time, but when I think about the regiment and the rigmarole, it, I always, I, I didn't, it wasn't, it was not fun. Um, I, uh, I love being around my friends and especially holidays. I loved like prep, prep, the, the way that the school was decorated during, uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas. I love the, the lead up to the Christmas school play because you, you knew that, okay, well, we're, this is going to be a, a fun nights in the school. Like, but not doing schoolwork, those are always kind of cozy to me. And then knowing that Christmas vacation is coming up, I love those types of things. But once you, not like the worst, worst memories are January and February and any level of schooling where it's just nothing but cold classrooms and testing and all that shit. I mean, from middle school through high school, I had a great time. I, school was fun for me. I mean, I didn't, you know. I, I mean, I wasn't terrible. I went to college. I wasn't like a complete moron. But uh, I, I had a great time in high school. People talk about their high school years as being like, you know, so traumatic and everything. And I was like, yeah, I had that too. Like, angsty, whatever. But I look back and it was like, I mean, I even then when it was happening, I was like, this is great. <laughs> and then I look back on it and I'm like, oh, it was great. Now, the worst part of a high school for me was just the, just the first, uh, I think freshman year was the most uncomfortable only because... I hated wearing, I hated wearing the uniform. Yeah, at you Stepan. went to a Catholic. Uh, I went to high Step school. Yeah, I was at public high school. Oh man, because I was, I was like, 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 the height of puberty too. So my neck was so fucking oily, and I had, I had this, this, the, the tie and the button up. I hated the feeling of just, oh god. That's when I had to start doing all my dry cleaning too. Had to take my own dry cleaning down. And yeah, yeah. I don't know. Said. I, I went to Catholic uh, school in elementary school, and then I went to Catholic college. You know what it was, Rob? They thought that it was going to put me on a better path than most kids. But when I got there, I mean, you were so, it was a madhouse. You, you yeah, had, I, well, I know. Stepanak was, uh, that was no joke, that school. I remember. It's a madhouse. Yeah, they were really, they were good at sports. You had a lot of kids from the city. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. I, I felt bad for a lot of the teachers because I, I can tell that a lot of the teachers came there thinking I'm I got a job at a prestigious school this is going <laughs> to be a lot of well-adjusted young boys and it was it was just awful for them uh, I had a lot of fun but uh, anyway all right um, let's get this one let's get the uh, the intro rolling well, we, we didn't come, do, we're not an intro we've been I, doing the show the whole time though, I right? know I think so okay I think so we we do we'll do the show even more right after this don't go anywhere. One ant stand up to us, then they all might stand up. Those puny little ants outnumber us a hundred to one. And if they ever figure that out, there goes our way of life. It's not about food. It's about keeping those ants in line. That's why we're going back. Does anybody else want to stay? Let's ride! Yeah. 
Okay, now that we've put in the, the grocery store conveyor belt divider down, it is now the other side of the intro. Hey, uh, Rob, uh, I know that you spent some time messing around on Barbara Bush's old property before. Did, <laughs> you, did you ever find any dead bodies lying around there? Uh, well, I mean, considering that she was across the street from a cemetery. I know. And then after sh her family owned it, it was owned by Paramount, the the movie company. Really? A little yeah. Is it still like that? I don't know. I don't know what it was. Paramount. Yeah, Paramount owned it. So, infer what you like. But uh, I think the statute of limitations is over on vandalism. It was 1991, 92. We wrecked that place. Now, when you were <laughs> wrecking it, did you know it was Bar did you know it was Barbara Bush's house? Hell yeah. Well, I mean, it wasn't like still. Right. We knew that like that, but that's where she grew up. We knew that that they had owned that property. And, but we didn't think that there was anybody there at all. Because we, we were, you know, I mean, th we thought that there was maybe a caretaker and that's it. You know, we obviously, I mean, we were seventh, eighth grade, so we didn't know about right eyes wide shut or something like that going on. But uh, we just inherently knew, like, you know, sound of breaking glass was fun. <laughs> So well, I ask not only because I love hearing that story over and over again, but there is the another. I don't know if this is you would call it an Ed Buck situation. I mean, we'll see if the bodies were found with uh, with uh, cowboy boots on and high on you know the methamphetamine all over in, in their blood. But there was a big emergency response at Martha's Vineyard uh, after a 911 call from the Obama mansion. They found Krista was. Uh saying this his chef it was his chef yeah the chef drowns near martha's vineyard home tafari campbell was one of the chefs who brewed white house beer while obama was in office went to work for the former first couple when they left the white house the body of the former uh, white house sous chef was found in a pond um known of uh, one of the chefs who brewed the white house honey ale beer while <laughs> Uh, Obama was in office using honey from Michelle Obama's famous South Lawn Garden. She made it herself. She squoze it herself. She being in uh, quotation marks, right? When went to work. Quick, for Frank, Michelle Obama, man or no? It's it's not looking good. Okay. I, 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 and you know what? I didn't. I never lifted up anybody's skirt before to check, but it's just not looking good. And especially when you know. I mean, how many people have come? You remember the guy that came forward? Who the hell was he? Um, I mean, there's been plenty of compelling testimony as far as Obama's past and what what he's into and all that stuff. <laughs> but what about that one escort that was talking about all the the favors and the tr the the sexual transactions between he and Obama when he was still a state senator and all that? It's like you think about. I just don't. I don't That's even. That's the the bathhouse Barry days. Yeah. 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 I don't. I don't know. I get. I, I just don't know. She's one hell of a beard, but um, it's a guy. Yeah, well, like it's I a said, guy. it's not looking good. It's a guy. <laughs> you know, Joan Rivers was from, right. From Joan Rivers' lips to God's ears. And my grandmother always liked Joan Rivers, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Joan. My grandmother. It's a guy. I should have. You know what? I should have put that into the uh, the break videos tonight if we even get to those. <laughs> but um, 
I, I can't wait to see what what shakes out with it. Oh, I mean, w what are we going to learn about this? The sous chef. It's just going to be like, oh, you remember that? <laughs> and um, just like with the white, oh, I mean, to a lesser degree, the White House cocaine. I thought that was funny, but nothing was going to be coming out of that either. Not at all. That's what I mean. There's no, there's no anything. Our our fighter pilots can't train because there's UFOs interfering with them. It doesn't even register. Biden like fell asleep mid-sentence the other day. It, does, it doesn't even matter. I remember growing up, and I, it was his second term, but it's not like I was into politics, but I remember the merciless onslaught of Reagan and, and how he was demented and how that was always made fun of and, and it was always put out there. I'm 10 years old, and I remember that. Is this a thing? Like, do, do, do they mention about Biden? I mean, it doesn't... Nothing. And in whatever ceremonial ceremonial in, uh, impeachment proceedings are going to be done in the House with this, this majority that the Republican Party has, you think that's going to be covered with any kind of serious... I mean, it's... So. I mean, I, I would think that they would have to get rid of him from, from a Democrat standpoint because of just how ridiculous it is. But I, they might not have to. They might just be like, whatever. We'll put them out in a wheelchair, like literally in a wheelchair. It won't matter. They'll just be like, uh, this is disability, whatever. Vote. Be 89 million votes this time. I, see, <laughs> Vote it, it, or not, it doesn't matter. It's another reason why I'm not, I, I don't make any predictions or thoughts and, or even theories on this anymore. Because, I mean, we... I would have put a sizable amount of, if I had money to put down, I would have bet on there was going to be before that first that first debate in 2020, they were going to do the switcheroo or, or somebody and he was not even he it was, was not insane at that time. but we and think of how much crazier things have gotten since then in 2020. They were, it were collectively numb to it. so but you know I, what? I, I, like on the other thing I was saying before with the the, uh, the 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 butcher girl and her mother and her her dead baby um, the the gap between the surface level show and all of the rot beneath has evaporated and it's it's I, I, yeah. I it, that's that's just the real thing here like I don't even give a shit about what I, I hear with the WWE wrestlers and in, um, in Congress it's when I hear about a a woman in a wheelchair mm -hmm. in New York City who gets supposedly hit by a, a car and is covered in head to toe in in cockroaches and like what are you talking about I didn't hear about this you just as soon as you know I sat down you asked me if I didn't hear about this but I don't I this is the end. <laughs> I, have this hat on. I don't know. I'm, I'm looking at the wrong thing here. The end. Montauk. The end. <laughs> but it's a, a lady in a wheelchair just gets thrown out into the middle of the street and gets run over in Manhattan. And, they, and then it's just like covered in cockroaches. And you said she was foaming at the mouth. Yeah. It's like creep show the movie. Yeah. It, 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 these are the stories that make me that make me stop and say, what are you talking about? Not not. Not the uh, the UFOs. I mean, like you said before, John Kirby comes out and says our fighter pilots are having a hard time honing the skills they need to perform their duty because there are things all around them in their airspace. Yeah. When, when I was in college, I would have been doing backflips with that. I I would have been I would I would have been like this is the greatest 
timeline there is. We're gonna we're gonna see this. This is gonna this is gonna happen. If they're even gonna recognize this, it must be because it's so out of control. Now it's I don't you know this is just just whatever. <laughs> I know. Listen to this. Show has the night off. We are going again in Brooklyn, where that woman in a wheelchair was killed this afternoon. Police say an SUV hit her as she crossed the street. Now officers are trying to figure out what led to this deadly crash. Eyewitness News reporter Lucy Yang is at the scene in Kensington with the latest. Lucy. Well, that's right, Sandra. We're on the corner of Webster Avenue and McDonald Avenue here in the Kensington section of Brooklyn. 1.30 this afternoon, there was a fatal accident at this intersection. Police investigators now trying to iron out exactly what happened. We want to show you images of what's left of the wheelchair. You can see it crushed in the street. Police report the woman in the wheelchair was fatally struck at this intersection. She was 68 years old, rushed to Maimonides Hospital where she was pronounced dead. Authorities say the driver of the Lexus, a 73-year-old woman, stayed at the scene. In fact, we have an interview with the driver's sister, Maureen San Sardina, who says she was sitting in the front passenger seat. Maureen insists they did not hit the wheelchair-bound woman who was found under their SUV. She believes the disabled woman fell under their vehicle. Maureen says there is no front-end damage to the Lexus. Maureen also claims that when she came out to look, the victim was completely covered in cockroaches and foaming at the mouth so she came up from the sewer or something I, I don't know in a wheelchair she just materialized under the car I don't know I mean you saw the Lexus there actually isn't I don't it doesn't look like they the front end is all messed up but the description is incredible I don't yeah. even know if to start CPR because the police kept saying do not touch her do not <laughs> touch her Maureen believes the woman was still alive for a while because she was able to shake her head in response to some questions at the scene. Maureen claims they didn't even know there was someone under their Lexus until another driver pointed it out. I mean, what okay. the yeah, fuck? If you don't even know. I don't know. This is like some serious... This, that just it's gave the me end. pause. It this is the end. That would give me pause. This, this, a cockroach-covered disabled woman is materializing under somebody's Lexus in Brooklyn. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you you tell you tell me what the hell that's all about. Did you see? Did you see the uh, the 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 mental ventriloquist that was that was ha hanging out behind that uh, that uh, what's her name what's her name the Praskin chick Prasket? Oh, the the yeah the 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 handler scenario yes yeah with the with the bizarre she's even mimicking the stuttering yeah yeah like when Prasket stutters she's stuttering with her too yeah, yeah. Uh, and we've seen that before where did, where was that with uh that was a while ago i remember that and i think we talked about it with the handlers that were um doing the same type of thing they were like mouthing the stuff and and the puppets were right there i i wish i could remember so you think that correlates? I'm not saying I necessarily believe. I mean, I believe in all the, the craziness, but I'm not saying if this was an, uh, an exact thing, but like the, the airplane, this guy's not real with the girl when she's flipping out. So do you think that this is like a thinning of the veil? Yes. Or, or there? Yeah. I mean, well, it's definitely that there is that happening for sure. So yeah. I suppose this is some of the more ghoulish stuff of the, the lower... Uh, like, listen, astral realm. This chick 
obviously. I mean, there's nothing. There's no. Um, it's it, it's not crazy to think that she's the one who wrote wrote the little speech, so she would right. know every syllable on there. Um, but it, there's just something else. <laughs> what do you think that physiognomy is right there? I know. I know. I actually wanted to get... Just plain nuts. <laughs> That's I it. I wanted to get Speed Read Dan back on to take a look at her face and a few others. Yeah. Um, I wanted to introduce 55 from the committee's interview with FBI employee Roy Demlo. Yeah, this is... Yeah, for real, bro. This is this is, this is invasion of the body snatchers. Uh, in that line, she says... The puppet masters, the all that, that asked, same okay, stuff. if someone were to leave here today, were to leave this interview and were to suggest or imply that when you said the laptop was real, that it meant that the FBI had affirmatively determined in October... Well, now, now, just why, when she... And then she realizes that, that right there, she saw that she had been... And she covers her mouth when she looks right into the camera. The was real that it meant that the FBI had affirmatively determined in October 2020 that the laptop belonged to Hunter Biden, that the contents belonged to Hunter Biden, and that the contents had not been manipulated in some way, would they be representing what you said, correct? Ms. Answer by Ms. Demlo. They would be representing what I said because I don't have much knowledge of that. They would be misrepresenting. So listen, she was... Uh, in real time, she had every syllable of that speech in her head. The mm -hmm. second she said representing instead of misrepresenting, it wasn't even, it was just a hair trigger. So she's dialed in, uh, and, and she could have written the, the thing, but there's just, it's not. Something very psychotic yes. about the way she looks, and, and very unnatural. Yeah. No, that's, so the, the, these are. <laughs> she like, might be a cockroach person, like, for sure. And you know what, that, uh, the, the airplane woman, I'm, uh, you know, who knows if, if she ever makes herself available that, but that is going to be, that's literally the only interview I'm interested in for the rest of the year. <laughs> if, if she is finally comes to the surface, just answers a handful of very simple questions. Don't need to go into her backstory. It's just about that couple of minutes on the plane. That's all. Yeah. Well, it definitely seems like the, uh, the, the, the veil is thinning for sure. And this is summer. We know October around then, so I wonder what we'll uh, we'll speak about then. Well, you know who I'm bringing back. I already I got in touch with him today. I wanted to get him on the on the schedule for either late September, early October. Is Jeff Harmon again? Okay, um, the astrologer. Because it's just every, especially that that turn around into from the fourth quarter into the first quarter. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, everybody we have spoken to so far, whether it be. Jeff or Robert Phoenix or I mean even Ryan Gable a couple others everybody has said February to April 2024 is going to be is going to be the rocks okay like the the, the real rocky bottom okay. and I, I'm like okay well we'll see um but as far as thinning of the veil did you see this here is I and I don't even know what anybody's looking at I feel just like uh rays of light in the sky but they're looking up at the sky and i don't know where this is it looks like a theme park or something but everybody's taking a look at the way that the the clouds are forming the, sh the sun is shining through look at this everybody knows something's up everybody knows that is not normal everyone is looking up wondering why the sky is split mm. so that right there how linear uh, just yeah i mean I don't know. Right, and then, I mean, 
<laughs> I've seen stuff like that before. The sky is broken. But. And everybody knows something's fishy, don't you? It's fishy, ain't it? <laughs> you know, that's the first time I ever seen this. That's, that's right. It's fishy. First time he ever seen that. Oh, man. Well, <laughs> oh. See? That's why I'm saying JC24. You know, it might be it might be a good idea. Yeah, yeah. It might be a good idea. Because nobody's going to fix the sky. None. Right? So no, no. I, actually, we're, we're, we're getting fed. Uh, <laughs> the sky is broken now. <laughs> and more and more, we're actually, they're, they're actually rationalizing why they need to go up there and keep spraying more. I mean, the, it was just a couple of weeks ago um, before I, I, brought, I brought Jim Lee on because the in response to the Biden administration talking about how they need to do more high atmospheric spraying, sun dimming, all that stuff. Um, these ridiculous ideas that they want to put, uh, they want to put big plastic sheets the size of Brazil between the, the earth and the sun in space. Uh, they, they don't, they don't, they don't stop. It's just, it's just since the day it turned yellow over here, that was what was it late June? It was mid June, right? Since that day, we've had, I think yesterday was, was all right. It was a pretty blue sky, but we've had like two blue skies. That's it. Since then it's been overcast. Look, I don't get sick. I never get sick ever. Um, And I felt that that day when it was whatever, now the air quality, that's a thing. That, like it's always been there, right? You you know, remember back in the day, you would check out the air quality alert, right? Never ever existed, ever. And now it's normalized. But since that day, like this whole duct in here, the eyes, I could feel they've been on fire um so it's yes it smelled like smoke that day and then like there was one other and then it was like (laughs) like three weeks later remember it was it was another day that was uh oh you know just you know we're up to uh, 280 in the air quality today but so and i smelled the smoke then but there's no way that it's that's that's not just (laughs) forest fires there's they, something else is being burned in there for sure. Um, it, it's also it's also again the the that pattern of reporting on all of these things not only as just things that happen and even if it's a freak incident or whatever it's that it has to be tied into larger geopolitical things like climate change and it has to be accelerated by the idea that this is a this is going to be a, a, a burgeoning health issue it is because they're poisoning us yeah that's the health issue but they got people to put the masks on again around here really oh yeah. i haven't seen i mean i've seen some people that have always worn the mask that i know i see work and what have you but i didn't notice an uptick in the stores but i don't know i'm not, i don't even <laughs> i don't know okay yeah i know well, there there was a lot. I I mean, if, I guess I guess if the the masks can keep a virus out, it can keep the smoke out too. They're wearing so, them on their eyeballs or what? Yeah. So th- that's the thing that sucked the most. It was the throat and the eyes. And like um, I said, I just I had the the burning in the eye, but it felt like that my face was on fire. So, 
the accelerant, whatever the hell it was. Yeah, the yeah. orange just is something I'd never had foreseen. First of all, I've never seen any kind of smoke coming in from any fire anywhere. No. And you're telling me that, yeah, I mean, most of New York is forest. There's, there's never been anything closer to home that wafts through. such bullshit. The whole thing was just, and I don't yeah. know how to explain it. I don't yeah. want to explain any of this shit, but, yeah. but it doesn't feel, nothing feels right about it. It doesn't feel right. legit. Yeah. Anyway, I, I, this is, let me ask you about this. This is a big thing that's going on right now, and I guess it has a, it goes hand in hand with the idea of, um, of, of reality, things, a world that we left behind, remnants of a world we left behind. Nostalgia is not necessarily a hard thing. I mean, you, you, I, it's not a hard thing to deal with, but there's a dark, there's a dark side of nostalgia that's just people are just latching onto, mm-hmm. and these liminal spaces that are that are popping up, I I've always been drawn to them, and I I like how they're being articulated a little bit more. Um, hallways uh, in in old in schools with nobody in school, uh, you know, looks into play places at like I don't know the old Discovery Zone, any place you went to as a kid. As a kid, that is just not there anymore. The the rugs at Blockbuster, you know, just just things that are echoes of a past that you really can't even find in antiquity anymore. Those things, it's crazy how it borders on horror. <laughs> it's funny because the first time that I that came up, the whole liminal spaces idea, I saw some threads. And like the the paranormal boards, and uh, I was like, "What? What is like? These kids are afraid of the hallway now. Like, just enough. Like, stop. Like, this is so stupid. It did not have any type of. And, and I I didn't look into it too much. It was just like, oh, this is another thing that, another neurosis that that you know this generation is going to deal with. I, it, it meant nothing to me. And then I, you know, I was talking to Krista about it, and I was like, "These kids are afraid of the fucking hallway. Like, what the, what is wrong?" And then she's like, "No, no, no, no. Like, it's more like the, 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 the sense of loss, right? Or something was something, and that, like, kind of like what you're saying." And then I was like, "Oh," and then so I started thinking about it, and it was like, I could see that. I could see that because we have that. Like, okay, we could look at it in like the big picture, like. You could even relate it to like the Mandela effect, where it's like the, <laughs> the collapse of timelines and and all of this. And, and okay, let's say you don't even have a mind for that. You don't even care about that. You don't believe that. It's not a thing. Fine. Just look at how much things have changed in this time, like right here. What we can document in the past 25 years, how much. It's not even just the progression of technology, but the erosion of certain things and 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 very important things. I mean, the, the, the family has been attacked for the past 50 years. So, but in the past 25, thir- like things have really shifted. And now we have, we have what we have. Just turn on, you know, put, put MSNBC on right now. And I'm, I'm sure there'll be an example of what I'm talking about, <laughs> whether it's a commercial or, or, or whatever, they're, whatever they're putting out there right now. So... Uh, yeah, I, I understand that because I think on on a deep level that there's some type of like ah uh, like the, like a like a, a loss a loss for the what things that that used to be and we didn't even know maybe we had 
until it's uh you know to quote uh <laughs> Cinderella you don't know what you got until it's gone it's gone yeah you know I I saw a song Joan Jett as well has a song like that too Je- I've I've seen a lot of people say things specifically about Generation Z uh-huh. saying that Gen Z this is mainly a Gen Z thing which I don't it may, per, perhaps it's concentrated there but I that's I, what I thought it was too when I first it, it was like. They were like terrified of the hallway or something like that, or like there would be like an empty space with water in it, and be like, "I, I don't, I don't, I can't it, even with these it, kids." Like I don't. Yeah, empty space with water. It's just it's the lighting. It's the light. It's something that that makes you feel desolate. It's, it's the it's the. Well, here's what they say: what liminal spaces are by definition. Then I want to get into some comments on this stuff and some other things I pulled aside. I wasn't able to do a proper thread, so I was able to to get some feedback in other mm-hmm. ways. Liminal space is a concept that has been talked about a lot lately. This is from BetterHelp.com. <laughs> if you're like many people, you have noticed that there are certain sp- places or states of being in which you feel different, off, or uncomfortable. Often these uncomfortable spaces turn out to be liminal. Um, you can define a liminal space by several different ways. It's talked about as a threshold, and indeed, the etymology of liminal comes from the Latin word limen, which means threshold. Liminal spaces are the transitional or transformative spaces and such places that are often associated with a forlorn atmosphere, a disconnection from the concept of reality, and a fluid or sometimes neglected aesthetic. They are the waiting areas between one point in time and hmm. space and the next and talk it, about a microcosm of of where we are right now it, I, I think that's what it is yeah Ron. i think I, it's just we are in a liminal we are liminal generations right now yeah uh, i mean we are we are in the waiting room oh yeah and it's another good song yeah yeah we're in the waiting room it almost feels like the waiting room beetlejuice um, <laughs> seriously um uh, but w- w- you you dive into this, and there's people who just go into the horror aesthetic. Where at the end of the hallway, there is something something you can't make out peeking around the corner at you. You know they they they'll, right. they'll go that aesthetic, but it's 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 beyond that. They're tapping into these grainy Polaroid quality images mm-hmm. of of your neighborhood at dusk in the 1990s uh, at a time when you know all right it's time for me to get home for dinner mm-hmm. or you know just something that you knew you remembered your childhood of being the way that you got around at the time your bicycles your friends the the it's and it's 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 picking up that way and i'm thinking that gen z in particular they're just trying to find something that matches what they're feeling at this point right and at at first i thought back room like back rooms you've seen that thing yeah, the back rooms. I at first I thought that was just a really great horror concept for a video game where you're in these this labyrinth, mm-hmm. very off-putting yellowish light and all that stuff, and there is some kind of a stick figure fucking monster, always at your heels, and you got to keep going. And if you turn around, it's just, it's like right there, you know. He's like shut. Go. The anxiety is incredible. But then I realized that it was all really based on this atmosphere, this liminal space atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. No. I- the other thing that I could equate it in my generation, one of the, my favorite shows was called Tales from the Dark Side, right? And, mm. they, and they used to, they had the greatest intro and outro to it. It was like a serial and it was just every, every week was a different tale from the dark side type of deal, right? Almost like a Twilight Zone. And it, the creepiest stuff ever, it was a, a voiceover. And then they would have like, like a babbling brook and like all this stuff. And it's like, and then there is a dark side and it would do it. The same thing, and it would just have like a little different shade to it, and it just added that like 
wow <laughs> you know you learn you you looked i mean i was a kid watching it and it was like the, the subtext of your normal everyday thing and and what it could be there yeah. so that was that again and then like i said when i had the conversation with krista about it and then i was just very dismissive initially and then as i you know she was explaining it to me and i was like understand and then then i was like no, 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 no. Oh, okay wait okay. a second wait a second wait you brought this up once in the i've never been able to see this thing the animals video 1997 animals. oh yeah 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 that was so absolutely that it, it, along those lines where it was the animals in 1997 right like that doesn't it's explain to people what it was because it I, was I, the craziest thing ever it was just it was a village in poland and they were filming these animals like just regular like farm animals and there was a point in there that it almost similar to what that you just showed with that video where the sky was broken yeah there was a point where it just looked like this the thing was broken but remember this is 1997 quality of a of a v of a video camera it's magnetic tape yeah so i don't you know who knows when that thing was was made so you could almost be like yeah that kind of looks a little creepy and they had music over it but it was one of those things where and then everybody went crazy in that thread because it hits you it hits you right in the it hit me right in the chest and i was like what the hell is going on here and, and and it did look like there was a little bit of uh almost like you know like when the atomic bomb goes went off and like it almost looks like the reality wafts a little bit like there's a rip in the space-time continuum yep it kind of looks like that but again it's because the, the quality of the film is not so great and it's within the the trees that it, it looked a little strange but what really made added to it was that people were responding to these things and then the they started deleting responses now that could have been whoever initially made the thread to kind of add a little bit of intrigue and stuff but it also this the the same things came back like two years later and people were, were saying things it was like a literal rabbit hole of a of a, of a time rift and then what some of the people you know it wasn't the person who posted the thread but with some or, or maybe it was you don't know because it was a glp thread and you know it'll give if you use that same ip address it'll give you but who's to say and then some of the stuff they talked about was in, you know in 1997 where that was another turning point and there was various aspects that showed this one of them was like the princess diana was was a big thing that happened in 1997 um so it, it, it was a very, very strange thread. And the other thing is this, is that people were saying that I commented this, I made this comment two years ago in this thread. And like, you know, because I would keep checking because it was just very strange. Very, very strange. And then the video's gone. This is GLP? I, yeah. The, oh, it's gone. It's gone. Then the thread got remade. And people's, people's responses were posted from their IP addresses that, that were initially there. I don't know if that could be done, but people were starting to, to freak out. And they were like, no, I made this post like two years ago. I'm not making this post now. It was copied. I don't know. It's a totally different thread. How can you take that? It was almost like a, a time warp. And I remember it because I remember where I was living at the time. And then I was living in a different place. 
and then reading it as mm. if it was a thing. So I was like, I know that this was because I remember this exact. Wouldn't that be post. something that that if that video popped up again somewhere? Yeah, yeah. It's just it's very it's again the music in there lends itself to like this forlorn type of thing, and you're just watching these farm animals, and I'm assuming that it's in, and I guess it's it's it, they said it's in Poland. I think the the name of the I, I don't remember. It's a like Glinka something is is the and then so I looked it up and it was like okay it's it's a it's like a, a, a city in in Poland or you know whatever a town in Poland, and then uh, you could see that it's just a little bit of of weirdness and it's more like the the feeling, and then everybody was con like, and it was one of those things where it was like I don't you know 1997 that's the year I graduated high school so I remember when the thread first popped up. I was like, okay, animals in 1997. What am I thinking of? I'm thinking of, you know what I mean? Like party animal, whatever. And I remember clicking on it and just being like, what the hell is this? And then remember being like, all right, this is like old school GLP. Because for the longest time, like GLP was good. And then it, it, it just got terrible. The, the shilling and everything on there just, it, it made it impossible. It, it was it's just bad they the, the well got poisoned so badly a long time ago and then i was like okay like you know this this is one of the gold that's in there you don't know why it's it's so weird you don't know why you're, but it's it has that esoteric feel to it so that yeah and that the video is gone the video the video is gone i can't the believe it's somebody all of it is have. gone yeah. somebody has to somebody has to have it for sure somebody definitely would have saved it but where? I know what you're talking about, man. And, and you know, a you lot. You never saw the video? No. No. Because I remember telling you about exactly. it. Like, you have to see it and then just tell me. Watch this and tell me. I've been waiting. I've been waiting for it to pop up because when you described it the first time, I know exactly. I, 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 it's almost like an emotionally intelligent thing. Yeah. Like, I, I know in my gut what I'm, what chord is going to be hit. Yeah. But I just don't know the visual, what I'm going to see or what I'm going to hear. I know exactly what chord's going to be struck, though. I, I will say, Krista's very intuitive, and I was able, because it hadn't, the video was still around. And I think the thread was gone, but I was able, it, it was on YouTube, the video. And so I was like, you got to see. And then, so she was like, yeah, okay. But she wasn't too, like, she wasn't, like, as... You know, and I, but I, th I think she just saw the YouTube. So maybe the other people, you know, what the hell is it called? What's it, what's, it, what's it called? It was, it's, it's gone. Trust me. Okay. It's Glink, Glinka Gorny. I was something like that. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one day someone will probably say, "Oh no, that's that's the town in Poland, Glinka Gorny, whatever." But I, I just know that from you know trying to research what the hell does this even mean and what what's going on. So she was like, even like, well, maybe you know, I mean, like everybody else might be influencing you here to, to think this way and to and, and it's getting a little bit so she was like no 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 it's definitely strange there's definitely something but it's not she wasn't she wasn't like as and she's into this stuff too so she wasn't like so you she know, was like check it a little bit you know like, what would get me first of all I take, take a look at this one I put this one up on the screen a little bit too here here's a lot of what you get you also get how interiors of homes that you would see at a great aunt's house somewhere something that is almost like a freeze frame from mm -hmm. 1993 and it, it's it's like a strangely familiar thing and then there's it, it makes you like longing for the person who was living there i understand that um and but, but for me to see that it doesn't it doesn't hit me though 
but like you said with the the Glinka video, mm-hmm. a lot of this is accompanied with very specific kind of music too. Yes, like when you're yeah, going, so it's the full thing. Yes, it yeah. has. To, it gets you. It gets you energetically invested by like by actually pulling you. Mm. Pull. It, it's insane because other times, other times it'll be it'll be very, you know fuzzy nostalgia like mm. like I'll I don't even know how to how to explain it but there is that's okay I'll give you an example I'll we'll do this after the break we're going to go on a little um little intermission right now but when we come back I have some footage we can watch from 1950 I want to take calls and and super chats I have a little bit here with the Mandela effect that I I um we talked about a lot on mm. Thursday and Friday right with uh yeah yeah I mean, that was... Thursday was good. That was a good show. I don't necessarily agree with a lot of what he was saying on the on the Mandela effect with stuff. I mean, I believe in the Mandela effect because specifically with Nelson Mandela. And I have a thing that's absolutely so specific. And it was such a bizarre thing for me to remember, but it always stuck with me. And then... Wait a minute. What? Like, I, re- I remember, remember him because I was... I was a little bit of a, of a wise ass, right? And I and I had a, a social studies teacher, who, um, you know, was was we were talking about it. This was 1992, and he was, you know, basically that like about like the the greatness and the and the tragedy in this. And I'm like, <laughs> guy guys in jail for decades, then comes out and drops dead. Like, <laughs> what a waste, you know? Like just being like a smart ass eighth grade kid. And he was just like, you know, I, I remember him because I remember it being, it, again, I remember the emotion of him being a professional, but still like this little shit, you know, like he had that, but he was still, you know, because it was something that obviously emotionally affected him. And then, and I was being, you know, your typical eighth grade kid in 1992 but was, but like, was he confused because you you believe he was dead no no he was fucking dead okay he was dead in 1992 he, he was. was dead he was dead we were talking about him being dead officially he was dead he did he he came out in 1990 and then he lasted a year and a half or whatever and dropped dead and that's the point I was making. Okay. You know, the freedom fighter this sat there and, and all the hardships and everything of, of being in prison you get out and then <laughs> that's it <laughs> you're done you're dead right and and he was not he like i said he was being a professional i realized that now as an adult at the time i just wanted to to break chops i could tell that it was something that mattered to him so i wanted to be a little jerk about it and i remember his reaction and i remember but my question is his rea- is his reaction due due to confusion because he was man, dead we were, it was all known that he was dead but he but if you go to if you any public record he died in 2013 and all of our all of our great leaders went out there and they sat around for his so i understand yeah. i understand that he the, died the, before he died before 2013 too even not even 1992 or 91 i guess it was when he when he died this was 1992-93 school year. And this is when I had the, the, the social studies class with this particular teacher. See, who I want to say is, was a good man, and I didn't even know about it then. See, I, this is why Mandela Effect is hit or miss for me. Because seriously, I, I like it because I like all things that are strange, but someone needs to solidify it for me. To change the Bible 
it or some other monumental thing, I understand. And then perhaps no, some... but it's not like they they recalled the printing press and they did stuff. This is like the 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 thing where they sh you just showed that video with the sky broken. The 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 shared timeline is altered. Then it's different. But but for that but that, for certain that people. One. Yeah. Yeah, but for, for certain, certain people. For certain maybe we have we exist on, on many maybe that whole thing where it's like every possibility plays out and as various timelines collapse and converge as we are moving into a more focused certain thing these type of things collapse like i mean i know people talk about the 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 tiananmen square was a big one he was run over he wasn't run over where i come from he was not run over he wasn't no they they, they turned and they didn't run him over and then people were saying i remember him he was killed he was this and that no no that was another thing that we did i like i said i went to one of these put it this way when i went to to school to high school and then i got to college i couldn't believe how far ahead i was i know i i it was it was comical when I got to college because of the education that I got, not knowing it, but the education that I had. And so we were taught critical thinking. And the Tiananmen Square was a thing that we went into. Like we didn't have, we were exempt from the New York State Regents tests because New York State was like, well, we don't know what the hell you guys are doing, but it's beyond anything. So I, I got the Regents Diploma like you, you needed that to other. If you didn't get a Regents diploma, like yeah, that's what we were going for. The RCT, right? Yeah. The retarded children test, like that's what you would get, or you got Regents. So, I got the Regents diploma without having to take. I think I had to take chemistry, uh, and biology, and then uh, and then and the and the math as well. But as far as the any type of English and social studies, we were exempt from any of that. We didn't have we 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 they taught it we were learned a, a class is called civilization, and so we used I, I, you know right like okay maybe they maybe these some of these teachers were communists and hippies or whatever or maybe they really genuinely believed in some of these ideals I don't know I'm from that era where it was it was moving it wasn't so so crazy like it is is now and I think a lot of the people maybe they were like first generation college educated but still hey let's get these kids to think let's get the it wasn't indoctrination as much so i remember talking about tiananmen square and having it as a big deal and they the, they moved because that's what the big deal was the big deal was the tank move well i remember he took his bag and he ran off to the side eventually just you know scurried scurried off yeah and, you know yeah so i don't remember anybody getting flattened but i mean um, i've seen people they talk about that in the mandela effect and i'm like no so my my, no, my question happened. is what i what i need to hear a, a solid theory on is exactly what the mechanics of this is like what is being changed how many times why what exactly is shifting and why is everybody experiencing something different mm -hmm. like for example when we had the the um, the accounts that we have from Andrew Bashago when he come, came on the show to talk about his his time travel experiments and mm -hmm. and all that he described all of his different trips to Ford's theater the night that Lincoln was killed the ticket ripper would change whenever right, he right. would go minor details would vary but the main event Lincoln yeah. being killed he always died that remained unchanged right. so in that case it's always it's always the minor details that change yeah so uh, perhaps the cereal boxes and the clock faces and all that stuff is I just don't know what the hell the main something needs to I need to understand what the hell the main attraction is 
Well, I mean, well, no, that there's certain main, like you just said, there's certain main nodes in the web of time that are spots. They're like the hubs in the network. And it's just our consciousness can, traverses all of these variables, but then we come together at certain main points in the arteries here. And from what I've read about it, some of the theories are that these timelines, what's happening now is, yes, there's CERN, where these various, uh, whatever you want to call them, whoever is operating these type of things, you call them black magicians, you could call them, you know, cabal, elite, whatever you want to say, that they're looking for the most advantageous timeline for themselves, and that has screwed things up. Or I've heard it that it's, a, it's an organic thing where various timelines are being consolidated and we're, we're 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 moving into this this reckoning this quickening and so what was okay here then here's the other question where when was the start of it when was the start of this kind of inception like falling away you were you know you know in, in, so i've i i've there's various ones and we just mentioned it the the princess diana of 1997 obviously the 911 you know the the two becoming one after right like that that was a huge ritualistic but a convergence of, of the timelines mr kennedy in 1963 i think that's one of the ones that they they talk about as well because when you you people who were alive we weren't alive born yet but if you talk about most people who were there at that time it, well isn't that the thing isn't that the joke everyone remembers where they were when kennedy dies except bush so you're talking about rituals with well yeah. rituals with a sacrifice attached not necessarily not necess no 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 that these were the nodes and that then the the ritual was overlaid on these these nodes to try and shape an outcome from their perspective you know they're playing catch up with the real <laughs> right as we, as we say who's really in charge God. Right, right. So you could say anything you want about the adversary, but at the end of the day, who who is he really? Right? Like how does how does this really play out? Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, God God didn't create <laughs> someone that's going to beat him. God, God you know what I mean? This you have to like the the whole thing is is really learning and and developing. So yeah. I I, th I think about White Sands. When I think about White Sands, and I think about, for example, all this, this you know, Oppenheimer's in the theater right now, and everybody's going to start over the next couple of weeks. It's going to be one deep dive after another. We're going to do our own on the second when I have Ryan Gable back on. Mm -hmm. But when I think about something like that, I think about uh, when I think about a, a an event that can really shake things up and start collapsing timelines or opening up new doorways into. I don't know liminal spaces mm. um, for for entire generations to shift. I think first and foremost about the splitting of the atom and mm. anything that David Lynch yep. might have conceived of. That's definitely one of them. Sir, where, yeah, where they've yeah, you know. But then on top of that, what you're describing, I see that as the second tier, where along the way there are these sacrifices, ritualistic whether it be the towers, whether it be Diana, whether it be the assassination of a president. Um, I, I see that along the way. But, you know, when you say Mandela effect, hmm. it it suggests to me something that is so much more... Um, so much more manipulative on a space-time level 
than just, oh, I'm, I'm doing a spell with my friends and there's going to be a, a ritual. I mean, I can see how that's influential in that in the mm -hmm. moon, the phases of the moon, but to actually split the atom, to turn on that particle collider, right. that's something else. Well, I hear. well yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, well, that's because that introduced a, a different level to the. It, it tore open, the, the, specifically the white sands, it tore open and similar. I think that Lynch was right, whether he's intuitive or charged with disclosing it did open and then things that were drawn here had a uh, had a foot in the door then and opened you know another one of these uh, talk about nodes and have you do you ever see the <laughs> now again yeah, we're gonna keep falling deeper and deeper bill hicks not that he's alex jones but bill hicks right did you ever see in some of it, this was his stand-up stand-up comedy and he talks about the harmonic convergence of 1987. Did you ever see this bit? No. Yeah, and then, oh, okay. And then even in the course of the bit, he does, like, Tool has it on their record, and then those guys are, yeah. But even, you know, today a young man on acid realized that. Oh, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah okay. That, that type of thing. But he talks about, in that bit, right? So that, that kind of takes it as a, you know, hey, let's trip out and listen to Tool. Okay. But if you if you go where he's talking about the harmonic convergence, that in 1987 that there was a a literally <laughs> as it states a harmonic convergence, and this was another one of these nodes. And if you look at where what's what's deemed the new age movement, obviously there was new age in the 60s and whatever. But it, around that time, not only did it take off, but talk about being corrupted. You know what I mean? When I could say new age to you, and you want to say, what do you think, right? Like, just fucking just yeah. morons, right? Like, just bullshit. <laughs> you know, people that have, have got their, their, their head up their own rear. But there, there, there's a lot of certain concepts that they talk about, which have been totally thrown by the wayside because the whole thing was subverted and, and made to look like a joke. And a lot of it is, but... That that's another one. That that one in 1987, and then that's a, another thing. Personally, I have. When I look back at 1987, I don't, I, as an eight-year-old. I I have like a weird, almost like how we're talking about this liminal spaces thing. I have like a weird nostalgia. I have a nostalgia for songs that I wouldn't have heard that came out in 1987 that I wouldn't have heard in 1987 only until I, I was older and then but then I would hear them and be nostalgic for it knowing that that's when it came out but knowing uh, what was I listening I was listening to what was on the radio and I was listening my father was in the to doo-wop and and uh, you know the Beatles I, but I know that I know that feeling yeah I, I, especially if you if you know what the, for example I, I mean even those those um those really cheesy video date people. If I just see somebody with a big teased hair, I know mm. that the video quality. I know that this is mid yeah. to mid to you know early to mid eighties. I, I, there's just certain aesthetics where I know where this is dated. I know it's authentic. And man, I, there's just something that draws me to everything: the cheesiness, yeah. the. Um, but it, I I can. There's certain things about and in that year in particular where. Like I said, I wouldn't have heard it, but it brings me back to Lion Park. It brings me back to to certain things that like I could like smell. I could see the lightning bugs. I could like all of it, all of it. It's it's very strange how 
so maybe the, this you know the liminal space thing is is that's what it's it's playing on this this sense of nostalgia well there's also things it, it, i'm not and i'm not talking about the crazy asmr but asmr night loops when you get summer summer settings uh-huh. certain types of cricket loops whatever mm. i can i can feel the humidity in my grandmother's backyard mm. i can i can smell the chlorine of the pool mm. i can all i mean it takes you they your time travel is real <laughs> well i mean because you're yeah you're going back it you're takes you right, here but taken right back absolutely it, i mean that and that's the that's the real thing right there i um it, it the, the, when you when your senses get stimulated in a certain way you are transported in 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 every way but the physical and who knows if the physical is is possible uh even beyond that well, we don't know but um, at least I don't. It's never been something I could you achieve. You don't believe that there's something beyond the physical? You don't know? Well, that, that, Like you still need like a little bit of reassurance. It's not like a knowing. It's like you have an inclination. No, what I'm saying is the only thing I have evidence of is beyond the physical. Because oh. I'm not actually in 1993 when I hear those sounds, but I mean my spirit is there. Right. I, I'm I'm in I'm in that backyard. Yeah. yeah. You know. Um. I'm. I'm seeing the spotlight, the floodlights in the backyard playing on, on the pool. I can see the, the, the fireworks from Porchester High School coming through the trees on, on 4th of July. I mean, there's, it, it's everything. Hmm. Um, so it, it's, it's nuts. I mean, that's why I think that when we do the throwback nights and the, and the nostalgia nights, it's not about getting ourselves trapped in golden age thinking. It's about those connections, without overdoing it, need to be kept alive. Yeah. Because this, this, the the cycles that we're, especially the news cycles, that deadens everything. Hmm. Um, yeah. Um, it, but it also has people fleeing to times and hiding out in there and burrowing a hole to to really just escape all this. And that's when it comes to becoming a little unhealthy. Hmm. Um, I got so much more on this. Let's take a really quick intermission when we come back. Um, yeah. The, I mean, the last forty five minutes is gonna fly by. It's not even funny. So BRB. We, we started already, though, right? We started the show. Okay, cool. I'm going to play the know. intro right now. All right, cool. Okay, here we go. It's intermission time, folks. Time out to press the like button. Thank you. Welcome to intermission. We'll, we'll be right back. Quite frankly. 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 Qu
got a couple listen to these here's a couple of comments for you i i read an interesting theory and this is from lucian i read an interesting theory that our aversion to liminal spaces is a survival instinct for animals if a normally busy and safe area is deserted it means that something bad or dangerous is happening who knows though it's interesting that this is a universal feeling that everyone gets uh, mr baseball fan 84 says Moments frozen in time are perhaps the most comforting things for me. I have a hard time accepting that things change, but finding places that are untouched by time brings me relief. This also plays into my fascination with abandoned cities. And then here's another one for you. Uh, this is from Shi uh, Yunin. Says the backstage behind... Uh, now, this, this one I know. The backstage behind curtain area during a theatrical performance is a very powerful liminal space. You are not yourself because you're a character, but you're not on stage, so you're not performing. You are literally in between worlds. It's a magical and bizarre place to inhabit. Yes, yes, uh, yes, absolutely. And there's one more I, I, I set aside, but I, I can't find it now. Um, I have a little bit more on the... I have a little bit more on the the Mandela effect with the Roman numerals on the clock facing. The, I I never saw the four like that. It was if, always IV was four. It never. I don't know. Ever since Thursday night, I've been seeing the four ones. Every I was at Rob. I was at a I, wedding. I, I, I the same. The same. Yeah. Because I'd never even heard of that before. Like everybody knows that it, it's you know IV for. Four. For four, right. Now, and, and I agree with you when you were saying that, like, oh, it's upside down. It's like, that's just stylized for the clock. Yeah. Like, that wasn't, like, to me, that wasn't, like, a, a, some type of revelation. The V is not an A. It's just... It's, it's just, just a V. It's just moving with it's the just, circle. Exactly. Exactly. But one thing I wanted to say, it, it looks like it's Glynic Gorney. And again, I'm probably pr uh, pronouncing that wrong, but that's the name of the place in Poland where this video was taken, and it was the name of the video. So that that's uh, just want to put. How do I spell it? G L I N I K. G O R N Y. G O. Again, I don't know proper Polish pronunciation, so those people out there from with your your native language, uh, I'm sorry if I am butchering it. Glynic Gorny. Yeah. So that would be that was the name of the video. That's all it's called. It, that's what it was called. And the name of the thread was Animals in 1997. That's it. And right. then you... And it had this forlorn type of music, and you watched it, and, you wa and you're like, what? Uh, I'm watching rabbits. Why am I watching rabbits? Why, why am I captivated by rabbits in Poland? 
and and you just yeah, I mean I've watched it many many times and then yes it seems like there is a shift and a in a uh, dimensional overlay <laughs> that that changes and again the music the music really adds to it without a doubt so we got to put it put it in its proper context but it was something that and it, it, I'm not the only one it was a phenomenon on on GLP for sure this is not this is not this is not going to be it but it just looks grainy i want to see what the hell it is this is definitely not it <laughs> yeah this is from 12 years ago no so the 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 video itself i don't know when it was from the thread was in 2015 shoot man. 2014 2015 at that time cuz again i remember where i lived at the time and the other thing remember that timelines to a global reset thread i remember that one that was a great thread and then that that had a lot of most of the best stuff has been uh disappeared out of there and that talk about shilling that was the heaviest shilling i've ever seen um it's it's that thread is alive and kicking on glp it's up to like 809 pages mm -hmm. um but it the the substance i guess you'd have to go through and it had to migrate to a different board for a while that's how bad it got and postings couldn't be made and then and even so a lot of a lot of the good stuff has been uh taken away from it is that where all the the really interesting stuff on whales were there was so much interesting stuff on there <coughs> excuse me uh whales happened to be one of the things that they talked about and that's another thing to talk about the the ocean i've been feeling the the whales for sure i I don't like to do meditations with um, any type of electronic assistance. Like binaural beats? <laughs> I, don't, I don't mess with those games. Live and learn, right? Um, but one thing that I, I do, I will at times, especially when I feel that I'm, I'm really like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm out, of, out of sorts a little bit. I gotta find where you trust because there could be a lot of stuff added to it subconsciously but whale sounds will definitely put me in a certain frame of mind that, that's and something it helps centering without a doubt uh, Aurora has been really into into whales lately yeah especially the whale song and I look all over the I, I just look all over the place all over the place for posts about their song not only listening to them but um, all those those theories about how they are really tu they actually tune the earth that yes they're, yeah. they're the, the keepers of the earth that's what they're doing and we know how the significance of sound even uh, as they say like in the bible in the beginning then there's the word right that's the first thing the i am that it's the sound that uh shapes the reality and the, and the whales according to you know this frame of of mind and thought are are balancing things out um do you ever see sperm whales yeah do you ever see how they they <laughs> I, I like to say they meditate together but supposedly they sleep perpendicular like in a circle with each other no i have not seen that you haven't seen this no it's it's awesome they they sleep for 10 minutes at a clip with they're gigantic first off do you have yeah. any idea how big a sperm whale is? absolutely yeah like the, the males get to like almost 60 feet so it's a huge huge 
monsters. We've been we've been looking at blue whales lately. Blue whales I are, mean, are are definitely. I mean, blue whales are the biggest thing ever. Ever. But sperm whales are the the largest toothed predator on the planet. So I mean, there you want to talk about. I mean, Moby Dick, right? Yep. They talk about badass. Those, um, and just just their, their the way they work. Sound. They, I, I've seen stuff because you know, love reading about this stuff where divers will they go in when they go in, it is like a cacophony of uh sound with the clicks and the sonar that they use because that's how they got their name. You ever see like a, a their their skeleton? Their head is like it looks like a radar dish, you know, if you see their head is gigantic thing, but that's got the, the it's almost s- like squared off, yeah, but that's that that's not bone, they got like the bone is just at the back. And then that is this oil. Then they used to call. They used to think it was sperm <laughs> back, and that's why they would massacre them and use it to like light the lamps or whatever, kill them. These majestic creatures. But that's what they would. They would. So like the the bone back there, it's like a satellite dish, and it bump, it bounces the the sonar off, and you can hear it. And I was reading this one diver's account where he was like, I got in, and it was like a juvenile sperm whale, and it started clicking and 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 sending the sonar out and he was like it was almost felt like my insides were cooking and then the mother comes up and then has a different type of click almost like a reassuring one and it was like she like told the juvenile like hey like lay off or whatever or just like soothed him and then it it stopped and it became tolerable for him to well these are the biggest the biggest brains on the planet as well yeah and the other thing there too is well i I know with with blue whales they can uh, as far as how loud and how uh, because they communicate over so many hundreds of miles sometimes um if people think that you're underwater there's there's no sound but it sound travels apparently better under there than out outside and um that's why they have that oil to conduct i think it's up to 180 decibels that these wow. that these songs could be sung at mm. 180 decibels. Mm. So t- for somebody to feel like their insides are cooking, I, I, it's like active denial systems, right. you know. So I, th- there's I, I, I mean get even it. dolphins do that. They 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 use they use sonar as a weapon to paralyze smaller fish. And then they rape them. Well, yeah, I don't know if they rape fish. They definitely, well, you know, I don't know. You got to ask Sylvester Stallone about that. <laughs> I always bring that up when Matt's here. Yeah, he, I know. Ruin his, his hero. I know. <laughs> he it's was, okay. You come to grips with it. No. Anybody you know had to play, right? Although, Dude. I don't know. I, 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 how do you feel about, uh, let's just jump all over the place, the Sound of, uh, sound of Freedom? How do you feel about, about them? Do you think it's... Uh, I, honestly, when, when I... Is it meant to subvert? Is it meant to put I, out there? Is it meant to... I, I mean, listen, I, I watched it, and I'd never I gotten anything. I never got anything away from if I mean, some people, all they do is dig now, and I, I, you know, I wish them well, and if they, sometimes they... At its, at its surface, though, how did, it, how did it make you feel? When you, just, just watching it, how did it make you feel? The range of emotions was angry to happy at the end knowing that you know as far as the plot goes i, I like seeing the reunification um it's a movie angry yeah it, i would just resp- i'm responding to the, the the message there and i'm trying to think about people who have never seen anything like this or know or knew anything about the severity of how this is as a somebody who's never somebody who maybe their their insane conspiracy friend might have said epstein uh, years ago and then that was it and then they see this movie how do you think they feel like it's it it makes sense 
Okay. It's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. Then. No. no so, I, like, do you think, like, because I know that, like, I, I've seen both saying, like, all right, well, this is, yeah, they're putting out the child trafficking, but they're subverting you because they're not going to the real people. I mean, we, we won't say, of course, right? I, but yeah, like, yeah. I mean, the, the, but like that type of thing, where and it's almost the way I feel about it is like sometimes you could be too clever, and uh, and and something's lost in there. Um, so you think I you know, should be more blunt? No, 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 no. I think that I think that the movie was made and it was put out there and it was a conversation, and sometimes that's as best as 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 you get, <laughs> right? And uh, I know that the, I mean, isn't that that other the Angel Studios? They're doing like something else that, or they had been doing it with the the story of Jesus and everything. Um, have you seen that? No. I mean, I haven't either. But I, I've just read about it, and and it seems like there's a lot of good intention. I mean, along I the way, um, I know because you know th there's pictures of of Jim Jim Caviezel, right? And it's like, oh, he's covering his eye. This is all. This is all subterfuge, right? Like right. he covered his eye, right? And then, did you see the thing with like Roseanne? She's like, I don't know. The, the photographer told me to do it. I did it. What, what the hell? Like you know, like that type of thing. So sometimes that's what I mean. You could be too clever, too conspiratorial minded, and, and and then, you know, you miss the forest for the trees type of deal. Well, you know, I, I it's one of those things where I I've asked it even on my Sunday streams or anything like that. I say. I've never gotten anything. When I watched it, there wasn't this urge inside of me to get Aurora chipped. You know, there wasn't. There wasn't anything. No, oh, no. I mean, come on. That, nobody that's that's of that. That's that's. So everyone I, knows that that's uh, satanic. Right. So I'm just like when I was looking at that, I said to myself, okay, great movie. It, it very tastefully done for mm -hmm. for the the uh, material that they're, right. they're talking about. There's not they don't exploit anything. It, it's not it. They don't try to uh, gore you out. You understand how severe the thing is. You understand that there's abuse going on. Right. And I think that for that kind of subject matter, they did it very well. But but my main question is okay. So here we are. You can put out any movie you want, and the movie itself is not going to change a damn thing. It will inspire I mean I said I, I'm not a I'm no John Rambo I'm not going to be getting onto a, a, a speedboat and going into a, a, a you know a river in uh, in Colombia looking for you know that that's not my so what do we what does everybody do with this that's my main question what do you do with this because well, because the movie is not the be-all end-all as you said it's a conversation piece right. it's a very important one you can tell it was made with a lot of urgency although five years on the shelf for one reason or another and right. uh Thanks to Disney. What do you know? Can we say Disney? Um, but, but I mean, that goes that that kind of ties into some of the stuff that we were talking about tonight with Mandela and stuff like that. Is that can you? Sh <laughs> All right, I don't want to say that you don't do anything. You don't do anything, right? Like, because uh, I think a lot of th times that that is a problem where you're not doing anything. But what can collective awareness how can that shape reality in of itself and i and i think it could be a, a powerful thing i certainly feel that it was a very powerful thing that we saw how the media just completely railroaded any type of momentum that we were going to have for uh america to be who it just 
seemed like we were supposed to be, or at least, you know, maybe it was never meant to be, or maybe that was just a step. Because we talk about that, that again, we're jumping around, but I think there's a thread that's going through it, the whales and the salary, but the timelines to the global reset thread. And that was so interesting for people that aren't familiar with it, and I don't know what's left of it, but it was in 2014 that came out, and it basically said is like, all right, there's two main timelines coalescing, and it's America. And this was not an American that, that put this out there. America, because for better or worse, we are the heartbeat and the pulse of driving force here of, of humanity, right? And uh, two main timelines, Hillary Clinton, 2016, Jeb Bush, 2016. Both of them were not <laughs> resulted in it in this really catastrophic level of things. And then it was going to be, well, there's a wild card, right? So this was 2014. Remember, we were trying to, everyone was trying to figure out who could possibly be this wild card. People were throwing out Andrew Basiago out there because he was, he it's ran. like, how is this? Right. But like, this was before, before any wild, and then <laughs> the wildest of wild cards came onto the scene, right? Like, it was. And then it was like, wow, you know, Trump. And then, and then certain things happened. And then even then within that thread, it, it mentioned that, well, the, the wild card scenario, trust me, we averted some <laughs> serious issues. If you had either one of those dynastic families in charge, it would have resulted in a, just a level of degeneracy. But even then, the, the wild card scenario itself was subverted because of... The collective mind and the absolute shit show that the media turned things into so the power of the the subconscious to project and manifest reality is something so in that sense i i you know i i think that the sound of freedom deal is uh is okay i mean do i think they made that specifically so you look one way and not the other and we all know we can't talk about it, but we all know. So most of us know, <laughs> right? That those that cannot be criticized or, or said or, or whatever, and what certain levels, um, the depths that that goes to. But the main thing is that, you know, the the children being harmed, right? Mm -hmm. so that that's that's the the deal. Like that's the and nobody, nobody. I mean, I saw that how they're making fun of. Oh, these boomers are crying at the theater and they're they're like having like getting together it's like but that it's like no <laughs> that's not at all <laughs> that's actually quite a, a, a an outstanding well, it, thing it, watching watching all the, the headlines and it continues i mean obviously now they all the summer their their most waited for summer blockbusters are out now so they can talk about barbie now they can talk about oppenheimer and of course they're Napoleon's gonna, yeah, right. coming soon but but you know those first the first three four weeks that sound of freedom was out you read those headlines and you read the mockery and you read the 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 poo-pooing and the the minimizing of the whole thing it is the same same very strange reaction that anthony weiner had with patrick bet david right the other day you know the the screeching for for what reason right for what reason yeah like, I, who, I, who cares how small angel studios is who cares? Yeah. i mean and they even went into yeah it was a christian a christian movie uh with a small budget and then they would go into certain people that like uh uh what mira sorvino mm -hmm. 
who doesn't come out and say whether or not she's Christian. Like, who cares? Like, they have to hit all the boxes. Right. I saw how just really despicable all the people it's that been nuts. you know that that have tried to give a negative review, the I, Rolling Stone and whatever. It's like for that reason alone, I, I didn't see any glare because I didn't see any glaring problems with the film, and I think it really it really hit a good you know net positive note. Yeah. I was never gonna help out the the critics right. by by uh, sandwiching the the movie with um with with bugged out um bugged out commentary on either side. Right. It's like you know this thing's gotta let it. it, it any movie that hits the theaters, if it's a, if it's a success, a planned success, or if it's something that just has organic legs, you gotta let it run out. Hmm. I mean, to to have softened that, to have softened that at all, that reverberation, just let it run out and um, and, and see what it inspires in people, because that's the real thing. What happens from here? What where where we bring our our collective consciousness next, and and how do we how do we shake off? The media that is really trying, really trying to throw a saddle on us still, and it's not. Thankfully, it's 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 very hard for them to do so. There's a lot of there's a lot of zombies around us, but yeah, they're yeah. trying to saddle up again, and they just they're not having a good time. Yeah, I mean, if when we look at the amount of of zombies that were in that 2016 to 2020 era versus now. I don't know. It's because if there's like a, the die-off or whatever or that's happening, of, there's just less of them. But it definitely seems less. I think people are very tired. They're exhausted. People are very tired. You know how much energy that requires to perpetuate that and to perpetuate that nonsense to hold that horrible reality together all the while while you have vampires siphoning it out of you, and just draining your soul. It's terrible. It is. Yeah, yeah. It's just, that's why they look like shit. Yeah, I see that too. <laughs> I mean, right. even the even the best of us are going gray quicker. That's okay. Um, but that's uh, okay. that that's, that's fine. wisdom. That's all right. Um, I have a couple more things that came in here. Back to the clock. Um, this one, this one is actually from my my next door neighbor Jeff, and he said, um, "Take this for what it is. When Roman numerals were in use by the Roman Empire, the name of the Roman supreme deity, Jupiter, was spelled I-V-P-P-I-T-E-R in Latin. There was a feeling that using the start of Jupiter's name on a clock dial and it being upside down where it fell would be disrespectful to the deity, so the four eyes was introduced instead. I also had someone again touch with me mm. to say that that, that, there, that was a, a stylistic decree. The four eyes was a stylistic decree from... Um, Louis the Louis the Sixteenth or okay. one of the Louis. I mean, it's a, one of those things like uh, you know. But I hadn't what's, seen what's it. What's the What's the name of the phenomenon? But I hadn't seen it either a until and then and then I was I, like, wait I a minute, and then I've seen it like five times since then. I've been like, sent oh, at least never. four dozen grandfather clocks from people all around the four world. Four eyes, yeah, and we're, four, yeah, yeah, and we're talking we're talking clocks that are around some of them people have family heirlooms clocks that are over around 200 years old wow so i'm seeing 200 year old clocks in my um my inbox that have the four eyes for four um and then lauren and i were at a, a wedding on saturday and we're sitting in the bar during cocktail hour and i i see there's a grandfather clock over by the wall so i'll be right back so i grab my <laughs> drink i go over there what the fuck do you know four eyes for four i said what mm. so now it's just everywhere, yeah, it's everywhere. And, and it's, i guess it was always there but mm. i never i, I never yeah. it's insane but what is that it, 
is that just me not noticing or what's the what's the importance of having that split in people it, it seems to me just like stylistic changes hmm. whether it be roman whether it be french whether it be just a you know a clockmaker in in michigan i don't know but it doesn't it doesn't seem to change my life any bit anyway uh what else do i have over here um let's see stostube Great Monday, gents. Welcome back, Rob. Three, oh wait, the one and only KungFuChannel.com. Rob is back in the Frankly House tonight. Nice. Can someone say bonus Monday? Thank you kindly, my good man, Frank. Well, it's great to it's great to have this this special gathering tonight. It's <laughs> been has it been an, an official year? Yeah, something like that. I think it was close because we were still did a couple of shows in mid to late July last year. This is around the time that yeah Skip was. Um, yeah, you know, the, we're it's up and down. Mm. And I know sometime in August, I think you you were you were gone for. A, yeah. that's when it started. Yeah, went, um, went Karawak on everyone's ass. I know, but you've, you've speaking of physiognomy, what do you think of those guys? Who from the was this is a line from Step Brothers? Those two. I what? Uh, um, uh, John C. Riley and and Will Smith. Yeah, I yeah. mean, Will Will Ferrell. Yeah, and Will Smith. But yeah, Will Farrell in this. They ah. look weird to you or what? John C. Riley's always been a very interesting looking guy. A weird looking dude. Yeah, weird but but you know and then Will Farrell, I know that he's just pretty much the the twin of what's his name? From the Chili Peppers. From the Chili Peppers. That's, that's bizarre. A, that's a very real thing. Yeah. But I see all the I see all the celebrity breakdowns and I do believe that there's gotta be there's clones. There's got to be uh, just, I mean, genetic codes that are yeah. used and reused. It's oh, just, yeah. Yeah. But then again, who do you, how do you, because whose parents do you have go along with? How do you work out the parent, the parenthood and or do they, how young do they start out? I mean, it's just, it's odd. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I wasn't saying that they were clones, but I'm just saying like you read into these things and you, you look at it and then it's like, uh-oh. How many things like the Sylvester Stallone thing? Like, you know, I mean, that's a goof. Because it's so outrageous and funny. Maybe it's true. Maybe it's not. We don't know. Um, but even if you just look and start seeing certain things and you're like... Oh. John C. Riley's the way better actor, though. Okay. He's the, he's the far better actor. Okay. Uh, he, he can do... A, I think he can do a lot more. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's done Gangs series. in New York and that was... That was uh, yeah. Wasn't he in, even in, like, What's Eating Gilbert Grape and yeah. stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So he does. He does the weird comedy. Does the, mm -hmm. the mainstream, you know, slapstick shit and um, the Adult Swim stuff. All, all right. That. I'm just saying. And all those those I know. people, they got problems. I man. know. Yeah. That that's that's messed up. Anyway, anyway, um, Free Dub says, "Glad to see you back on the show, Rob. Thursdays were always my favorite day to catch Frank and Rob. You're awesome, and we love you." you hear Thank that? Thank you. You hear that? Appreciated. Mike Rogan says, so glad to see Rob again. God bless you, Rob. Thank you. Jerry Coogan says, the T-shirt, does the no stand for Neil Oliver? Yes, yes, exactly. Exactly what it is. Fred Awakening says, so what are the odds that the chef accidentally walked in on Big Mike taking a, uh, a, a leak standing up? He said he couldn't swim on his IG. Who paddle boards without knowing how to swim? It's true, man. Now, we didn't get into any of the, the details. Uh, okay. It's, it, I know. I mean, t tomorrow night will probably be a night for me to pick through the details a little bit because it's going to be a shorter <laughs> show. But it, it's it's true. People are already already calling it a new Chappaquiddick hmm. um, situation. 
just makes you wonder what happened. Carly Tebbs says, what if they don't want us in or observing the ocean because some of the UFOs are really coming out of the inner earth via ocean portals? Have you ever heard paranormal discussions about the marine kingdom? I have, but you know what? Why all of a sudden now? It's not like we are becoming any more drawn to the ocean like we have... We've always had access. We we can always, if you have the money, you can buy your own boat. You can charter ferries. You can take a cruise. I mean, uh, people more people than ever before can afford a cruise. I mean, you're going to be living in a cheese box for a couple of weeks and get the uh, rhino virus like everybody else. But it, it's, I I don't I don't see, again, just like Mandela effect. Somebody's got to make this very clear to me. Um, I, I've always heard about USO. Mm-hmm. activity and things going on but beneath the, the surface but it's not like we it's like there's an uptick and people are not buying houses anymore they're buying boats and submersibles it's just mm-hmm. yeah definitely have heard about the uh supposedly there's a right over here there's a few a few sightings uh coming up from out of the water you think that's where by playland you think that's where your your sightings came from originally they were in the sky they were in the sky. That that, was, that's where they appeared, and that's where they disappeared. That's where they performed. Uh, there's no... Yeah. <laughs> that's... Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I've had a few, <laughs> but those ones that you're talking about right there, that was just some amorphous blob that was moving in, in bizarre ways in the sky, um, undulating. Yeah. And changing color, you and, probably saw a biblical craft. That's what it was kind of like. And then it, it took out it took out all the lights on the Throg's Neck Bridge, and there was no I, I don't know there was no there was no car headlights and there was no lights. It's just gone to me. I, I searched and there was no there was no outage or anything. The, the, there was nothing. That was supposed to have been taken out for there. So that, I didn't hear about the No, no, no. There was nothing. There was nothing in the in the news. But people in Queens reported the same thing that we saw. So, you know, we looked at the the UFO reporting things, and that same day, at that same night, people right there. So we're on the other side. We're you know in Westchester, and but it's really not that far at all. <laughs> you know, <it's, laughs> you know, you go over the bridge, there's some traffic, but you know, you're talking not that far to that part of Long Island hmm. and uh, people were reporting the same exact things at the same time see these though I, I wish we had some in, insight on that but we're, though we're never going to get that as far as the, 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 the official releases go something else they're working some other angle but that's the one I'm interested in I wish yeah. I could have seen something like that it's Kobe Wan says Frank I sent a message with a tip on Subscribestar I'll have to check that a little bit Kobe um, Fredo Awakening says, uh, regarding the Mandela effect, I remember that Sinbad movie, Shazam. He was dressed up as a genie. That shit uh, existed. I can still see the movie cover in my mind. Right, yeah, I know that, that, wasn't, that one. That wasn't Shaquille O'Neal? That's what every, yeah. But it, supposedly there was a, uh, a Sinbad version of it as well. Well, uh, I don't, I. I didn't see that. I but I know that's Shaquille one O'Neal. of the ones that they, they talk about. And I never saw the Shaquille O'Neal one, but I just I just knew that it was. Uh, Doug Simmy, thank you. Robert Sarns says, good to see Rob alive and well. Jesse, thank you. Thank you, Dawn. Dawn says, OMG. Hi, Rob. Missed you. And ho- hi, Frank. Hello, Dawn. Paulie says, grounded. 
Rob brings it back to earth. Sean Joe, Pod Hermit, Nick, uh, Nicky Vu says, Frank, just wanted to suggest you have a Gregorian Masses said for your friend Father Tom's soul. Um, I would, I don't know where I could arrange something like that. I know we have quite a few um, priests that, that watch this show elsewhere, and I, I, I hope they reach out to me, and I, I would do whatever to make something like that happen. But around here, I don't know if there's any Gregorian Masses. I just learned that there is a, a church in Greenwich, Connecticut that has one mass. I don't know if it's the old, the traditional mass, but it is in Latin. Really? Yes. In Greenwich, there is a, I think, Saturday morning at 7 o'clock. Wow. 7 o'clock, they do one Latin mass. I just don't know if that is the, if it's just the language or if it's the entire traditional mass. You know, because there's a lot of things that changed around where the how how they situate the altar, where they're facing, the way yeah. that they you know uh, consecrate things, and so I, I I'm I'm interested in checking that out once or twice. Let's see here. Our cloaked unseen says, let's see here. Gifted uh, imagination creates all that is, was, and will be, will do for eternity because imagination manifests our reality. And Winston Dave says, hi, Rob. So good to see you again. I hope to see more of you. You've been missed. We Thank are you. Agreed. Agreed. It's been good to have you back tonight. Yeah, I, uh, there's a lot of things that changed around. Where the, how shut up. <laughs> I have all this out of the way. Good. We're in a good spot. Jay Britt says, Rob's back. Thursdays haven't been the same. Great, great show. So, oh, and then Jack... Bamberger says, great to see Rob back. That's over on on Rockfin. I knew that this would be a pleasant surprise for a lot of people because it's been so long, and it's been so long that there's probably a bunch of people who are watching this for the first time and wondering what were Thursdays like. Well, now you can go into the archives and put it all together. Um, so we talked about animals from 97. We talked about the Mandela effect. We did a lot of the, the uh, just these uh, liminal places. Um, I had a couple of emails that I guess I'll just save for tomorrow because there's no... But maybe what I'll do is I'll end with this. Um, take a look at this. This is Playland, circa 1950. You want to talk about where you saw your globules in the sky bouncing around. Yeah. Uh, this is 1950, and I, I've, I've been finding so much, so much on, on Playland from 1929 when it opened up Onward. Now, the 1951 doesn't have any sound. The 1929 one does. That's that's really incredible. Wow. But this one, like, take a look different. at this. A oh, very different. I mean, I see the dragon coaster back there. And then, of course, the, uh, you know, the art deco. And is that where the stage is? And that, that was the, I remember that. Okay. Now, you see this? For example, you see all these flowers here? Yeah. This stuff right here. I was watching this particular video with my parents the night before Memorial Day back in May. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're looking at this, and I'm thinking in my head, I'm, I'm going through all those liminal places kind of ideas. It's not so much about seeing the place, knowing that Playland is still technically there. It's about what has really been changed. And mm -hmm. my father, I mean, he, he, he uh, spoke up. I said, wow, look at, look at this work. Look at the gardening. Look at everything, the care, that care that's put into it. And he said, yeah, but Frank, you know what? In, in about three years... They have a. They're still. They're going to be working on Playland for the next three years to right. restore it. He said all that's going to be the same. And I'm mm -hmm. like, in my head, 
I wasn't going to start this, <laughs> but dad, it's not about the flowers, dad. Yeah, right. It's the people. It's I mean, look at everybody yeah. showing up in their hats and their coats, right. and there's I mean, this is just there's the opening. Yep. And now you're going to see a little bit of the Playland pool. This is getting restored, but look at this. Mm-hmm. Look at this. This is a couple of years <laughs> after World War II, and look in the back. It's like the, the look at the the, the four tier ferry. Wow. It's like wow. the Andrew. It's like over the Andrea Doria over yeah. there. Yeah. I mean, that's going all throughout Long Island Sound. And, and the Art Deco, wow. there's more of the Art Deco. Uh, I had a lot of memories up on top of that, that roof over there. There it is. <laughs> Still yeah. there. Yeah. I mean, these are. We, uh, it, we, uh, we took a, a park bench and carried it up up there and put it on the roof so we could, uh, we could have a few beers uh, as high school students up there. Yeah. It was, and it stayed there. I didn't do that. I had well, your generation sucks. Yeah, well, <laughs> we had a good time. There's the like ice, I said high school was good to me. There's the ice casino. Yeah. Uh, you might remember. Everybody might know this boardwalk from the Mariah Carey music video and Big. Yeah. <laughs> also, the Dragon Coaster is what Glenn Close took the uh, the kid on in uh, Fatal Attraction. <laughs> but there's just so much. There's so much. Oh, and oh, that's that's the other thing that they had there. Yeah, this I, so this I I I participated in that. They would have the camels and yeah. then and then llama rides. Which I couldn't did, we, yeah. I only did I only did ponies there. Yeah. Yeah, they had llamas. I the the all-time best was the Bronx Zoo though. I mean, not to digress, but the, we got to ride elephants. Really? Yeah. I've never been on an elephant. Yeah. I've smelled one, that's all. <laughs> I've been around one. Mm. But geez, what is Look that? It's like a Look Tasmanian that. tiger or something like that. Wow. It's just incredible. Wow. This is what you get. This is what we had. I guess, I don't know. I I watched these with such fascination. Mm. Here's another. Look at that. Look at that. Right down the middle. Yeah. The quad. Yeah, that was. So. There you go. Old glory. Yeah. Before Hawaii, before Alaska, mm. when all the lines were straight. That's that. So I just wanted to throw that up there. <laughs> good nights. Good nights. Good times. Hey, I really appreciate everybody hanging out with us tonight. It, it feels like a the end of the week, but it's the beginning of the week. So I'll see you guys tomorrow night. It'll be a slightly shorter show because there's going to be band practice. But we have, for the rest of the week, Rob... We have some great stuff going on. I'm sure Chris has been telling you about the things we've been working on. Oh, I get to uh, I get to see behind the curtain for sure. Hell yes, there's a yeah, lot. Yeah, she's she's good. <laughs> there's a she's lot. Good. It feels good not to be to be spinning like maybe two or three less plates than I was, and get to work with her has, has been really great. And we have on Wednesday Matt from Cultivate Elevate. That's the Electro Culture Show. I'm aware. So I, I can't wait. I, everybody, you can get in on that thread on quitefrankly.tv. If you have any kind of questions or comments about electroculture, there's also going to be a pathway to talking about some of the technologies that were rolled out there in the 1893 World's Fair, which is a wonderful prerequisite for a book club that starts next week in August. Next week, starting Wednesdays in August, we're going to be reading Devil, The Devil in the White City. So if you haven't signed up as a monthly sponsor and or gotten your book yet, do it. You don't want to miss out on this one. And then uh, Thursday, Lori Williams, professional remote viewer with military experience. So damn. Yeah. What else? What else are we going to do? That's all. 
Okay, well, Rob, before we go, let everybody know. Man, we were on a we were on a roll. We didn't even talk about your website, but you're on the affiliates page. Tell everybody about kungfuchannel.com before we go, please. Kungfuchannel.com. That's my website. I do a qigong class, breathing exercise, good stuff, very healthy. Um, I do it via Zoom live Wednesday nights at 6 p.m. and Saturday mornings 10 Eastern. But I also record both classes, so if you would like to participate. Um, but you can't make it live that you get the recording um, and so I'm doing a just as a donation based so anybody who wants to try it you could set go on my website and then contact although there's been some like issue there so my email is kung fu channel contact at gmail.com and if you want to try the class just send me an email and I'll, I'll send it to you send it to you for a month so you get you know it's twice a week and then you you could try it and see what you think and uh if you want to donate i'll let you know it's i have paypal and then i have buy me a coffee i just i just got this i heard about that but you don't have one no i don't i know i don't know but i have a lot of friends they who were do. a pain in the ass but i i don't want to but they they like i guess they thought i was like trying to run a scam i had to like correspond with them they were very responsive and i was like look i'm just i'm doing a class over zoom i don't know i don't have social media I'm not, I'm like, this is really who I am. Like, I sent them the, the thing. I was like, take the class here. I don't know. And, like, they, I guess they thought I was trying to run some type of scam. Really? Yeah, but then they, they finally approved my buy me a coffee. So if you'd like to buy me a coffee, just go there. That's, that's Kung Fu Channel. It's, a, it's like a, I don't know. You have to, like, set up a whole thing. Of course, I did the bare minimum because I hate <laughs> technology and social media. So if you go go to Kung Fu Channel on there, there's a picture of a tiger. I don't even have a picture of myself. Right? <laughs> Tigers are way cooler, you know? That's it. So, uh, Look at the tiger. Give yeah, me a coffee. that's cool. But anyway, Kung Fu Channel contact at gmail.com. If you want to try the class, just hit me up, and then uh, I'll send it to you. And then, uh, yeah, whatever, whatever, you, whatever you'd like to do. Any amount is appreciated, uh, and you don't have to pay anything. You could just take the class and you go from there it's just that's where we are at things do something for yourself it's good do for something you different it's very good it's good for you to Enjoy develop the awareness of the body the mind and and the heart we've been speaking about that these days as well so people who have i sent out an email to hopefully mostly everybody that has at least tried it if i missed you because i'm terrible with <laughs> technology no 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 slight in intended um and then, like I used to say in the beginning, like, well, that's above my pay grade. That's above my pay grade. So, uh, but now, you know, I mean, it's, it's like anything. The more you get used to, especially that format over the Zoom. So uh, we're, we're putting out a little bit better, a little bit more, a little bit more things that have progressed. Um, just from a technical standpoint, but even just from the material itself. It's just, so it's going to be archived soon? Well, like I, a library of I, I mean... The only way for me to archive it right now is on the cloud for Zoom. Mm -hmm. So I, 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 I do it for like two weeks. So if you take the class, you'll get like, like it stays there for two weeks. So you could take anyone you want, whenever, and then there. Um, but as far as like <laughs> the history of all these things, it's here and it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> But well, that's why you got to be in it. Yeah, yeah. Just be in you it. Got to be, be in it to win it. Be current, be present, and uh, everything else. I, I, it's it's a it's a life education. Trust me. Um, I, uh, so the link is in the affiliates page on quitefrankly.tv. You know what? Before we go, who is Zoso? You there? 
can you imagine? Uh, How are you doing, Frank? Film before a live studio audience, and now our super chatters, starting with Jay Britt, Stostube, Free Dub, and all of our wonderful friends in the Rebel Rants tonight. That is Live for Your Dies, 1776. Carly Tebbs, thank you so much. Uh, watch out for the oceans, Carly. Thank you to Fred Awakening. Thank you to Kobe Wan. I will check you out on Subscribe Star. To Fred Awakening, Carly Tebbs, Jerry Coogan, and Mike Rogan. Become a sponsor of the show and get ready for book club in August. Don't miss out. We'll see you tomorrow night. Stay, Billy. <laughs>